Apple did a good job of making that appealing to the watch. Who even thought, hell, I didn't think I wanted a watch. I really did it, you know? <laughs> but then you get to play with it. You know, you've got it. It becomes really convenient. Surprising mm-hmm. how ridiculous it is that it makes you feel like a total dolt. That it's like, <laughs> oh, man, when someone messages me, I have to pull out my phone. But now with my watch, I can just look at it and see who the hell's message. Yeah, that's really lazy, but it's true. You're listening to the angry designer so interestingly enough so the pebble watch was probably the first smartwatch. oh it really was it was really cool okay right it was developed here good old kitchen waterloo the, really? the concept yeah yeah it was one of our locals here who actually came up with that watch and then i guess as soon as he started getting money and funding and this and that he took off and oh. took off over to silicon valley right yeah yeah grew the space i guess but um the funny thing is like as a designer, I didn't like it. Oh, really? Well, because you know what? I mean, even though I, I like tech, I'm not an early adopter per se, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not that entranced with tech itself, right? Yeah. So it was like, it was okay, yeah. but it just seemed clumsy and cumbersome, right? Mm. But it was cool nonetheless. But the funny thing is then iWatch came out, yeah. right? Apple's version. And there was all this big, you know, kerfuffle, you know, and then the 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 founder of Pebble you know, actually went public and said, um, said this tweet. And he was like, relax, John Ivy. It's just a watch. And I swear, I saw that. And I was like, this is the fall <laughs> of your freaking company if that's the way you approach your product. It's because, just a watch. Right? Because he approached it as just, I don't think Apple sells just, just a, watch, a watch or no. just an uh, uh an ipod back in the day or just a an, an ipad or like yeah. they it's not what they sell it's yes. it's the value that people derive from it mm. right and so i saw that and i was like dude your company is done <laughs> and i swear it seemed like in a blink of an eye and yeah. it's not because it was apple and apple had all this money to it it's just they approach things differently. Yeah, right. Totally. There's no doubt that their tech was damn good, yeah. but they're not focusing on the tech. They never did, mm-hmm. right? They they were providing something bigger to the end user. They, right. they and and I think that was the big difference between those two. Yeah. So these guys were building something that catered, you know, everybody got behind it. They catered to the innovator or uh, early adopters. Yes, right. That's right. that's who it was. And the problem is. Um, you know, like the early adopters, they're higher conversion rates, right? Because they, they want to be, they like want to be the first ones to have this cool stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they're less sensitive to the price because they're willing to pay extra yes. for that, right? Because yep. in their little circles, they're like, oh, it's, that's the dude. It's kick ass. That's the yeah. girl, right? Yeah, She's yeah. always got the new stuff. She's yeah. always got the, the coolest, newest clothes. He's yeah. always got the newest tech gadgets, whatever, right? Yeah. An early yeah. adopter comes in, in, in totally a different forms. And... You know, they're biased. So, you know, like they can, their biases, if you take their biases too personally mm-hmm. when you're developing your own product, yeah. it could take you in a completely different direction. Yeah. Because their biases are going to be totally different than, you know, the mass market, than everybody else. Yes. And of course, they do give different type of feedback because, you know, early adopters, they feel that, you know, they're entitled to this because they are early adopters. Mm-hmm. But they don't represent the market. They don't represent critical mass. Right. That's I true. think that's yeah. the problem with them, with people, and and when they build MVPs, yeah. In my opinion, yeah, the MVP is dead. It's, it's dead. dead as 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 totally as people know it, yeah. Right, like a minimum viable product is is I guess you, it's a product with just enough features to attract 
early adopters, customers, you know, to validate their idea. So the issue that I, you know, that I have with this is that, again, they tend to do this to early, they look to early adopters for um, the influence on how they should actually change this and move forward. Right. You know, and I, I get it. A product, I agree, it, it can't exist without early adopters, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're critical to understand. Yeah. You know, uh, understanding you know like the, the nuances of your product yeah but people have to remember that this group they're different than the majority mm-hmm. they totally they behave differently they, their feedback's different sometimes extreme and again if if they just listen to them too much it's just going to put their product in, a, in the wrong direction right. again yeah. hence pebble yeah big mistake on their part yeah so what you're saying basically is the early adopters although important uh it's not the mass it's not what they say what they think isn't necessarily what everybody else absolutely is correct right, okay. right? so yeah. early adopters they they account for like five to fifteen percent of all customers uh, company can't survive on that no right? matter how big that market is right because again it's expensive. <laughs> you have to pay a hell of a lot of money right, for- <laughs> right? like seriously yeah. and it's the early and the late majority people that you need for critical mass and they're like somewhere in the like 60 to 80 range percent oh. okay all said and done right and then you've got the laggards near yes. the end right those are just kind of like ah whatever yeah they, they buy the old versions of the technology because right. it's at a really cheap price <laughs> so like that's yeah. that's the problem but people don't get this they're they're you know, constantly pushing their MVPs to the wrong group. And, mm. and you can't, that's why, honestly, I do feel that the MVP is, it needs to change the MVP. Because yeah. again, um, what happens is if it doesn't, when you actually take your product to the majority, right, those customers will feel different. They feel different about the price than the early adopters will. They mm. feel different about the product, the functionality, you know, like they won't realize that that the majority doesn't represent early adopters or the early adopters don't represent the majority. You need to change that perception in order to cross that that chasm yeah. from the early adopters to the early um the early majority, I guess you can say, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like yeah. you need to find what is going to cross that thing. So that's why I'm saying the MVP, as we know it, it needs to change. Mm-hmm. You know, being in this town, we're we're privy to a lot of really cool tech. Mm-hmm. We see things, you know, early on. Yes. Before everybody else. Yep. You hear about stuff way before even I do because, you know, because of your partner. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, and it's, <laughs> True. you know, we hear really cool shit. So we know what's going on. But the one thing that's consistent is they're building tech for tech enthusiasts and the the reality is they need to build this tech for something further than that they need to you know start thinking critical mass this is why i'm saying the term mvp needs to change so the term mvp came from eric reese an mvp product is that version of a new product which allows a team to collect the maximum amount of validated learning about customers with the least effort Hmm. All right. So that that's his definition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's a really critical part missing to this. Somewhere along the line of all this, when people are building these products, they forgot the most important part. They forgot the value of the product. Hmm. Okay. It, the value the product provides to the user. I mean, this needs to change the focus on the features, not just on the, uh, like, uh, it's not about the tech. It's, it, it's about the value that the tech provides to customers. Yes. All right? right. So that's what, what I'm saying is minimum viable product should change to minimum valuable product. Ah. And I mean, are we splitting hairs? I don't know, because in my opinion, the minimum valuable product is the smallest thing that you can build that delivers the customer value. Yes. Okay. Minimum 
valuable product. Yeah. That's what you have to build because if you build that product, if you focus on the value, then what that does, it, it allows you to take advantage of the best parts of the early adopter. Yes. Okay. Because yeah. they, they're like, hey, you know, I like the tech and yep. this is a good way to deliver it and I recommend this and this and this. But the reality is the yeah. value to the early adopter would probably be the same human value it would be to the um, uh, the early uh, mass market, mass, the critical market. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm guessing. Hold on. The uh, the majority groups. Yes. Shit, what are they called? Uh, yeah, the early majority. Early majority. That's yeah. right. So Sorry, the, yes. The, the human elements that are going to be important to the early adopters will probably be the same human elements value-wise to the early and late majority, right? Yeah. And this is who you need to build for. You need to get critical mass, and you won't get it if you don't provide them value yeah that's what's missed yeah that's how pebble missed out on this right because they were building a cool tech they weren't they weren't providing any great value to people in a whole they were just doing this for the early adopters Hmm. yeah that's that seems very limiting like it's almost like uh you know you're doing this with one hand tied behind your back Mm. right why i don't know i don't understand like it's great to appeal to you know to all those hip nerds out there but right wouldn't you rather be accessible to so much more people right and 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 i don't know if it's are they blind to this do you think is it um is it the whole false consensus effect that Mm. we talked about before right that they just think that they have the answer in their ways the right way yeah again let's face it you know the tech founders are often tech enthusiasts Mm -hmm. you know they love tech so it's very possible that they get caught up in the tech itself not necessarily the value that that tech provides to everybody else right so this was what was the fall you know for pebble because again pebble was cool tech but the value the way they had it delivered to the end user was it wasn't really appealing for critical mass Mm -hmm. you know apple did a good job of making that appealing to the watch who even thought hell i didn't think i wanted a watch i really did it you know (laughs) but then you get to play with it you know you've got it it becomes really convenient surprising Mm -hmm. how ridiculous it is that it makes you feel like a total dolt that it's like (laughs) oh man when someone messages me i have to pull out my phone but now with my watch i can just just look at it and see who the hell's message yeah that's really lazy but it's true no but i mean this is such a Think of think of time. Think of how long. True. Ironically, think of time. Think of but how long people have looked to the wrist, right, for to check the time, right? right? So why not check all your data or all the things, your emails and 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 your heart rate and stuff like that? Heart rate, just by just a simple look at your wrist. Because I bet you ninety nine. I bet you ninety percent of the actions that we do on our phones Mm -hmm. are just little like reminders, hiccups, something that you quick look and a flash, and that's probably why it worked really. Really well it integrated yeah. it really well and it made it in a package that made it desirable for everybody yeah not just tech enthusiasts yeah by focusing on that value you again you can take advantage of of the early adopters like what they can give but you also can provide like the real value to the people in a whole the majority mm-hmm. that's what could happen yeah. it value is the most important part of the product everything else that you build just wraps the value. It's just to wrap around it. Like it, honestly, everything else you build around the value is just the process that people will go through to get to the value. Yes. Right. Yeah. Really. And I, I know that sounds kind of weird to say, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it doesn't matter the better the tech is or the UX or the easier it is to get to. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The reality is, um, it's not about the tech. It's still about the benefit. It's still about the value. Right. When the value. To the cu- okay, so this is kind of a weird concept. When the value to the customer is high, yeah. they will go through hell 
to get to it. And what I mean by that is if the value for an app or technology is really good, people will put up with really shitty UX. (laughs) They'll put up with a really buggy system Mm. if in the end it's like, wow, that provided me huge value. It's like when the banking websites came out. They were right. shit. Yes. They sucked. Yes, they but you know what? Yeah. I, I would struggle for half an hour with their <laughs> shitty UI and UX to avoid going, going to, the, to bank. the bank. Because the value to that... Okay, so granted, they got better. Yes. But the value it gave to me you know, at that time was yeah. just... It, it was tremendous because I didn't have to you actually leave to the yeah. office. Yeah. Right? Yes. It would have been nice if it was a quicker experience. But... <laughs> So that's that's where it's like, you know, um, uh, no matter how bad the experience is to get there, if the value is really, really, really good, you're gonna people will put up with yeah. a hell of a lot. That's true. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then, you know, you've got something good. Yes. Yes. Right. Because so the idea is there. Right. That, that's, right. And because yeah. you pinpointed yeah. on that human need. Yes. Right. Where if you just think of it as a minimum viable products mm-hmm. right well you know you're just getting out the bare minimum just to see if there's interest but again unfortunately you're always appealing to the early adopter first yeah. that's the problem yeah at least if you're if you're approaching this as a minimum valuable product yeah. okay you will appease the early adopter mm-hmm. but you'll also appease the critical mass when you get to that point you'll, you'll get the majority early late majorities you'll get to them yeah you know Focus on the value first and then build the technology and the user experience to get to that value, mm, right? Nice. And and this applies to more than just developing a product, right? <laughs> so let me take this to another level, okay? <laughs> Ooh, all right. Branding, yep. okay? If companies focus on the value of the brand, right? Mm-hmm. It's just more appealing, more committing to the customer. So think of a brand like BMW, yes. right? The value is the ultimate driving machine. That's something valuable to people. They want that car. They want that brand. And they will go through hell to get it. Even if a BMW dealership isn't, you know, local in your area, they will travel Mm -hmm. to get to that car because it's part of that brand, right? Marketing campaigns, all right? They can take advantage of the, the whole minimum valuable product, okay? But in that case, it's probably minimum valuable, um... I don't know, messaging or what have you. But I mean, Mm -hmm. think about it. It's like Geico, right? 15 minutes or less can save you 15% on more car insurance. Well, shit, you know, that's a hell of a campaign. And that's pretty damn... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the value is huge that's, there. That's awesome. And and that that statement right there says exactly the, the value that you're going to get. Absolutely. Just, just 15 minutes of your time, you're going to save 15%. Right. This it goes back to it. putting up with the whole bank experience. Exactly. What you'll go through. Exactly. Right? So exactly. there's the value. You're yeah. going to say, like, I mean, again, you can use it in your campaign. You could even, okay, even something as basic as a landing page. Mm-hmm. Right, you yep. put the value that the people are. You put your messaging. You focus the messaging. You know, on 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 so people understand that the value that they're going to get yeah. from whatever it is that you have on this landing page, and you will convert more people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But again, people need to focus on the value it provides, and people yeah. forget this. I mean, this is basic stuff from way in the days. <laughs> but people went crazy with the MVP, with the minimum yeah. viable product, oh, and it's like, dude, yeah. somewhere along the line, you guys yeah. forgot that it's all about the value it yes. provides. Yes. So it's minimum viable. Pro- Actually, maybe it's minimum viable provides. Could that work? No, that doesn't work. Maybe we just change something else there, right? <laughs> minimum value provider? Ooh, right, right, right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but the way tough. I see it, 
the MVP as we know it is dead mm. and things have got to change. And now with with the way people are, expectations are a lot higher. Yes. People need stuff faster and they're expecting, like they're just the expectations are so high. Ex- expectations yeah. are higher. Yes. Right? Yeah. You need to provide more value. Yeah. In order to kind of cut through the clutter. Yes. And that's why it should be minimum valuable product. Yes. Right? That's exactly. what we should. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. You're absolutely right now. The the bar has been set way higher nowadays than, say, maybe back in the Pebbles days. Right. <laughs> you oh, know what geez. I mean? <laughs> well, you're right, because that was literally early adopters, and that was tech leading tech. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nobody cared back then. <laughs> right? They were just like, look at this cool thing I could do tech. Give me lots of money. Look at this cool <laughs> thing. Well, give me lots of money. You know, like even early drones. We had yeah. the early drone company here in, in, in Waterloo, Is right? Uh, Arian Labs was oh. one of the first Arian. drone companies, okay. right? Oh. And again, they they struggled with a little bit because they built a product. They couldn't figure out what the value was, oh. right? So for years, right? But they had cool tech. Yeah. Now, they were able to break through. They were able to get to that point. But, you know, talking with the owner or the, the ex-founder of that company, because they sold, mm-hmm. they, um, they struggled for years trying to find what the value was hmm. to provide. But when they did, then it took off. Now, okay, yeah. sadly, I think the military jumped in on that uh, they really they, they found yeah. it pretty valuable yes right exactly, yeah. you know and then came you know i guess how they were using it. they tried to find really good ways to use the drones but i think <laughs> a lot of their money and the quality came from you know yeah. all the military contracts the that military. were getting sadly so yeah. it was a valuable product to them to yes mm, well, ultimately you know i'm, I'm not sure it would have been their first choice but ironically though that now you can buy like camera you know, oh, I know drones and all kinds of cool, you know, little mini ones. Like right. you could, you know, right. so it's a huge market. Now. Yeah, it's it's massive, right? But yeah, I guess. Or, or now, are we talking? I'm not 100 percent familiar. Are we talking like the great big drones, like the yeah, no, no, no like the like the four four prop ones. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yes. right. You know, like the quad, yeah, 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 yeah like, those okay. ones. Not oh, like yeah. those high flying, scary, yeah, not like the, they look like planes. Right? Yeah, no, not those yeah, ones. Okay. No. Oh, okay. Well, they're pretty well, yeah. cool, though. Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're those, pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. and it was it was dudes from University of So it's funny. Oh, no shit. Really? Yeah. Tech leads tech, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, it, it's just in order for it to cross that chasm, yeah. it has to um, appeal to the majority. Yeah. And the only way you're going to appeal to the majority isn't with the tech. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's with the value the tech provides. The, the, yeah, exactly. What's in it? What is the value? And that's what makes the difference yeah. for tech companies. If they can provide value... To the majority, yeah. they will cross that chasm. They yeah. will, and they will, they, they will succeed, mm-hmm. right? But if you can't do that, you've got no chance. You, you, you're hopeless. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, because you know, if you just got a fifteen percent market share, yeah, Jeez. <laughs> and that's on the high end. Exactly. Yeah, there's not yeah. that many early adopters. Yeah, up no, there. there really isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. The the value is the key. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, it's something anyway. I've learned a lot today. You've learned a lot, have you? <laughs> well, I do feel like I ranted a little bit more than you did. <laughs> Poor guy just took it all today. He no, just it took was, it, it was it was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Good okay, stuff. buddy. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for this. All right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, if, if you guys like what you heard, feel free to share this. Pass it along. Tell everybody to come join us. Yeah. Find us on our website. Mm-hmm. Maybe subscribe, download. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? Let's just let's just make a stink about some stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, time for a drink, buddy. Yeah, all right, sounds good, man. Signing off. All right, peace, peace. Whoa.